ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls and friends beyond the binary, and my patrons, my rebels with a cause, uh, thanks for uh, uh, keeping the show going. Thanks for rebelliously paying for a free podcast so it can be there. I can be there. It can be there with you right now to help you fall asleep. Thanks for empowering uh, self-care. Thanks, patrons. Uh, Hey, are you up all night tossing, turning, mind racing? Uh, Trouble getting to sleep? Trouble staying asleep? Welcome. This is Sleep With Me, the podcast that puts you to sleep. We do it the bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights, and press play. I'm going to do the rest. What I'm going to attempt to do is create a safe place where you could set aside whatever's keeping you awake, whether it's uh, thoughts, uh, feelings, uh, physical sensations, you know, you're, you're like uh, stuff's coming up, it's keeping you awake, uh, it's on your mind, it's uh, on your, like in your heart, on your body, whatever it is that's keeping you up, uh, I'd like to take your mind off of that, I'd like to keep you company, as a matter of fact, uh, what am I gonna do? What am I gonna do? Sometimes I'll uh, do word smushing, which we've talked about before. Uh, like instead of word mashups, I do mashed words, uh, just a bit, a bit like mashed potatoes or a word mash. Some people say it's like a word. To, some people say, "Scooch, you got that word salad thing going," and they'd say, "Well, maybe I have not yet been at a place to where I've ordered a chopped salad yet." And I know uh, Nick Weiger from Doughboy's podcast is the hot salad man. I think I, I can. I'd always try to like try to unlock that. But it was so anyway. Let me say. Let me get back to you, new listener. What I'm gonna do is I'm gonna uh, try to create a safe place where you could set aside whatever's keeping you awake. What I'm going to attempt to do is create a safe place where you could set aside whatever's keeping you awake. Whether it's, uh, it's oh wait, I know I said, said that. Talk about word smushing. Uh, but, yeah, I'm going to try to create this safe place. So what I'm going to do it is I'm going to send my voice across the deep, dark night. I'm going to use a lulling, soothing, creaky dulcet tones, uh, tangents, uh, uh, pointless meanders, extra, you know, all that word stuff I was sending. And just in case you're new, though, I'm going to use a lot of extra talking. But uh, what I'm trying to do is take your mind off stuff while you fall asleep. Here's a couple of things to start to, to, to get you comfortable. Is uh, give the few show a few tries if you're new, and don't like. I, and I know there's a temptation to try to figure it out or, or see or make sense of what I'm saying, but quickly you'll realize is that I kind of almost make bare. You know, you say, well, it kind of like almost makes sense that scoots. Uh, He's, we're, we're certainly proud of him here at the Sleep With Me listener community. He's done good, and we're patting him on the back enthusiastically because he's almost making somewhat, sometimes a, a modicum of sense, uh, just like that uh, autobiography he wrote in uh, 2031, a modicum of sense. And the publisher did try. He had to self-publish that one because they said, well, shouldn't it be a modicum of common sense? And he refused. He said that doesn't, he goes, it doesn't feel as good in the mouth as a modicum of sense. It was a history, actually, and he also wanted to write it as an autobiography and as a history of the penny and the other thing, you know, you know, all of that and uh, words around the penny. He also did it as a picture book about, a, you know, a modicum of sense. Uh, and then he tried to do it as a scratch and sniff sticker album. And they said, you're diluting your product, uh, sir. And also you're diluting your intro by not, you're, well, no, I think I'm doing a metaphorical, uh, like, a, I think I'm showing, here, that's what I'm saying, I guess, is if you're new, if I'm lucky, I'll make a modicum of sense. Maybe I may even later look up what modicum means. Uh, I may, like, here's a question. I, I like when, like, I like to stake, you know, current, uh, is there any emo- emojis, uh, mo- emoji or emojis uh, about mo- emoticum, emoticum emoji, or maybe that could be another book I could write, emoticum of emojis? Uh, okay, yeah, my, 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 once again, my brain's uh, going on strike. 
Uh, but if you're new, uh, yeah, don't try to make too sense, uh, too much sense of it. Uh, kind of just passively uh, consume the podcast, see how it goes, give it a few tries. Uh, structurally, what to expect? Show starts off with business. Uh, that's how we keep it free and going. Uh, then uh, there's an intro. The intros are about twelve minutes. Uh, so far, we've been about four or five minutes of me rambling, attempting to explain what the podcast is, and uh, finding myself in a, uh, you know, mashup of uh, book titles and metaphors about mashing words and mixing words, where you say, hmm, almost, almost describe what the podcast is. And some listeners will actually fall asleep during the intro. Uh, well, a lot of listeners use it as part of their wind-down routine. And you can use it and see how it goes. Uh, so that's the intro. Then there's some business. Then there's a story. Uh, tonight it's a story with like a story about two podcasters uh, working together uh, to put people to sleep. Uh, a little bit of a crossover with the Sleep Whispers podcast by Harris. Uh, so that'll be interesting. And then we, at the end of the show, we have some thank yous and good nights. So it's the structure of the show. It's a podcast to put you to sleep, but it's more a podcast to be here while you fall asleep, to keep you company as you drift off. So there's no pressure to fall asleep. That's why the shows are an hour. And while I, I'll be here till the end, it's, I'm here to keep you company while you drift off. I'm also here to keep people company that can't fall asleep or that wake up in the middle of the night uh, or that you just happen to have something come up uh, in the deep, dark day. And you say, Scoots, I just need you to be there for me. Uh, as my friend in the deep dark. And I said, well, don't worry. I got you. I'll be here uh, for an hour. You could play 300 episodes back to back to back if you need to. Uh, I got you covered. Uh, okay. So I'm here and you can fall asleep at your leisure. Uh, drift off slowly, quickly, whatever works for you. Or if you need me during the day, you're waiting uh, for something to get delivered or that paint to dry. Uh, or you're in traffic, or you're coding, or you just need a little break. Uh, you say, well, I just want to shut my eyes for five or ten minutes and, uh, you know, be, go Caligon, take me away type moment. I'm I'm here. I'm here to get that done for you. Uh, to be your boar friend, your boar bay, your boar cuz, your boar bruh, your boar sib, whatever it is, your boar bestie, if I can earn that, uh, what is that, a moniker? A modicum of monikers. Uh, that's one thing this show does not have. It has a plethora of monikers. Yeah, but uh, maybe I could write that book as someone else. A modicum of monitor. My, yeah, the the uh, Duke that didn't like nicknames. Yeah, my, sto- my story. A uh, modicum of monikers. Uh, also tongue twisters. Where was I? Okay, so that's the structure of the show. Uh, no pressure to fall asleep. I'll be here for an hour. And no pressure to listen. I guess that kind of covers most of it. And what do you, how does the show work? You were talking about mashing up words and stuff earlier, Scoots. Tell me more, because that sounds like, uh, it sounds metaphor rich. And I'd say, well, it could be. You know, I could take uh, just like a potato, a potato, thing of a sack of potatoes, a uh, bag of potatoes, you know, put them in, cover them with cold water if you wish, or put them in boiling water, bring it to a boil. Soften them up, get them cooked, uh, then put them in another bowl and mash them. I prefer a big fork. I don't actually don't have a potato masher, but uh, I use the back of a big fork or the front of it. Tine, you know, they call those things tines. You don't call them tines very often. But you say, what are those things on a fork called? Prongs or tines? And I say, actually, now that you brought it up, I, have no, I don't know. I, for a second, I thought they were tines and I thought that was witty. And uh, now I'm thinking they might be prongs. And, you know, if you play the fork, which not many people do, uh, and you play it, you play the imaginary fork, which I do do, that's the sound I make when I pretend to fling the tines of my fork. I say prong, prong. Usually the only thing is to do that thing, dun, 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 dun. You just go prong to prong, prong, prong. And... That's so. That's my 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 that's my show for for uh, fork playing. Imaginary fork player could be. Yeah, we're really getting a lot of book titles out of this one episode. 
or the prong player, the prong player who loved playing prong, pong. Uh, yeah, there's a lot, there could be a lot of things in there, but yeah, like what I do is, uh, you know, mash it up. You start mashing it up. Then you start putting stuff in there. And for this show, you could take it plain. Not many people like uh, potatoes and water. We could put some butter in there if you wish. A butter alternative if we wish. Uh, Some some, uh, milk or milk substitutes or creams. You could put some cheeses in there or some cheese substitutes. Uh, You could, you know, salt and pepper, maybe. Maybe some flavorings. uh, Here's an idea. How about some miso in there? You know, I put me. I haven't made mashed potatoes with miso yet, but I will be. Believe me, I put it in everything. Uh, I just like the taste of it. Oh, this is how. This is a metaphor. Oh, I'm not actually making mashed potatoes. Sorry, I, that was supposed to be. It was supposed to be a allusion to how I make the podcast with words. I don't know. I could like. I wouldn't mind a couple words coated in miso. I mean, that wouldn't be. I mean, I don't know. If coating. It's better if it's. Um, you know. It's uh, worked in there, so we'd have to take a word apart and reassemble it so that it, the miso is kind of uh, becomes part of its essence. No, yeah, that is the new uh, fragrance I'm working on. No, it's it's a it's a it's a fragrance for all, uh, non-gendered fragrance. It's called yeah, a hint of miso. No, it's just a like a, it's more you don't say was that something umami or an unami? How do you say that? Because uh, I don't know. There's something about you I can't quite place on my palate, uh, but I desire it uh, most of the time. It's not sweet and it's not savory, but without it, uh, there's something missing in my world. That's the opening chapter of, uh, they, that actually comes, that'll be the commercial. Like, you know how they used to have commercials for fragrances like that? When he, when a hint of miso, uh, hits the market, believe me, that's what it'll be like, uh, you know, a grayish back, grayscale background, grayscale bottle, and whatever those words were I just said, you know, said in a mysterious way, and then maybe it'll fade from grayscale to, uh, you know, and then, yeah, if it's successful, of course, we'll have red miso, you know, red miso, you know, we'll go, we'll go beyond that for sure. Uh, miso dark, you know, that would be the for after dark. You're right. I think you're right. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, <laughs> this podcast is a, a, a hint of modicums, and you say, Scoots, it doesn't make any sense. And I'd say, exactly, because what I'm here to do is to keep you company. What I'm here to do is to try to lighten your load, your burden at bedtime, uh, to take some of the seriousness out of it, to be your friend, really, uh, or your companion, or the person on the other side of the room cracking you say, are those jokes you're cracking? Because they're they're joke jokish. And I say, yeah, well, it's uh, what you say. I know you're wondering what that smell is. It's good, huh? It's a hint of miso. It, it just hit the market. It market, you know, I market it. I, you, some people self-publish. I self-publish uh, fragrances. Oh, somebody just made a joke at my expense. Uh, but uh, no, 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 no. This is yeah. It's a thing I do. Yes, I do do it in my backyard with mostly mud and water, but uh, that's not what's in a hint of miso. There's also a hint of miso in there. Anyway, I'm here to help. I'm here to keep you company. If you're new, give it a few tries. Uh, it doesn't work for everybody, but hopefully I can help you out. Um, I can distract you. I can keep you company. I appreciate your time so much. Thank you for checking the show out. And I work very hard and I strive to help you fall asleep. And here's a few ways we keep the show going. All right, everybody, it's uh, Scoots here. And this episode is uh, going to be a little experiment of a crossover uh, where I talk about a crossover. Uh, so as I record this, you know, I'm going to r- run you right in uh, here with a setup, a uh, sleepy setup here. Uh, but as I speak, last night I recorded a crossover episode with... Uh, uh, Harris, a.k.a. Craig, of the Sw- Sleep Whispers podcast. That's something hard. I almost said the Sweep Whispers podcast. That's another one I'm doing next week. Uh, that's about sweeping. But uh, this episode, so re- last night I recorded 
it was a little bit something different, and we'll cover that. Uh, and I got to give uh, Harris Craig, much like I'm Drew Scooter, uh, that the world is, is, can really be at times a wonderfully a synchronicitous, what I, that word, a place. And the Internet can be this place of uh, wonder and delight. So uh, Harris is the host of a podcast called Sleep Whispers. And sometimes when people talk about sleep podcasts, they talk about sleep with me and they talk about sleep whispers. And sometimes other sleep podcasts come up. And then also, uh, I don't think I talked to, to, to Craig and Harris about this, but like uh, Harris is also pretty active in supporting other podcasters and sharing knowledge. And so uh, I've heard his voice before on uh, podcasts, like like podcasts about podcasting news or podcasts about making podcasts because he calls in or doesn't call in, I, I guess like uh, sends in a device. So, oh, hey, this is something I've experienced or as, as a podcaster. And so a lot of times we're associated. And here's what's interesting and wonderful about podcasting and why I like to do these crossover episodes is uh, – Really, there's a lot of ways to do things, uh, and uh, there's a lot of different niches. Or uh, I'm not big on niches; I'm more big on Venn diagrams. But like, there's a Venn diagram of people who can't sleep, and it just like with 99pi, like people that listen to Sleep with Me, people that might listen to 99pi, people that listen to Shipping Forecast, people that listen to Sleep Whispers, people that watch David Attenborough. Uh, Jim Dale, you know, there's a whole uh, long list of things people use, and uh, that's great. And then hopefully there's some overlap, right? But especially with uh, Sleep Whispers and I, we'll, like, uh, there's some people where it overlaps. They say, well, I actually enjoy both shows. And the nice thing about podcasting, and actually this is all credit goes to Harris and Craig, is uh, that... Uh, as long as you do something original and through your own voice, uh, there is room for everybody, I think. And uh, uh, Sleep Whispers is its own unique style of podcast. And so at some point, I think it was the Ringer article uh, that uh, Kate uh, had written, uh, Kate Nibbs, uh, that uh, we both were interviewed for. And right after it came out, uh, I got a wonderful email from this wonderfully a kind person named Harris. And I said, Hey, like, uh, like, uh, and Harris had the courage to kind of break the wall and say, Hey, we've been uh, mentioned before. I make a podcast, sleep podcast. You make a sleep podcast. It sounds like we have similar stories about sleep and we're in the same uh, age range and the same overthinkers, uh, very dedicated to our listeners. Maybe there's some way we could work together or just be, you know, be buddies. Or, or I, I don't know if he's, I don't think he said be buddies, but uh turns out I think we will be buddies or at least, you know, web, whatever web buddy is, because uh, I'm not a very good buddy. Like I say, okay, Craig, I'll talk to you in about uh, 18 months. Uh, but anyway, that's my, like, uh, so he reached out to me with this super generous, you know, when uh, uh, I said, hey, wow, this is cool. Like, uh, and we said, yeah, let's find a way. Maybe we could record something together. And they did say, well, I can't do it on Sleep With Me because there just can't be, like, Sleep With Me just doesn't work with another guest. And and they said, so maybe there's some other way we could do it. And then we talked about doing a bonus episode or an episode of his podcast. It would be a bonus episode. And I said, okay. And we we're still talking by email. I said, well, this will be interesting. And then, um, and I, I, th- I think I was comfortable. I'll share about the Sleep Whis- Whispers podcast. But then the, this was always – the emails were with Harris. And if you've been listening to Sleep With Me since the beginning, you know I started it as Dear Scooter. And Dear Scooter is really uh, uh, the the voice of the podcast and who's here now with you. But I'm also Drew, uh, who's the person who produces the podcast and kind of uh, the person who <laughs> – I'd love to live my life as Dear Scooter, believe me, but uh, – some of the skills aren't tra- as transferable as I would like them to be. And just as a little backstory about Sleep With Me is that I, could tell you, I came up with the name Dear Scooter because I had put off starting Sleep With Me for so long. And I said, what, what was keeping me from doing it? What can I do to overcome? I mean, my internal critic was what was keeping me from doing it. 
And I said, what am I going to do to overcome this internal critic? And I said, okay, well, what are the things you're concerned about internal critic? And there was a whole litany of lists. But one of them was just that people that I know, I, I was, and this was, not, this was just in my head. It wasn't actually something founded on reality, but it was like, one thing that was holding me back from telling people was like, not so much that they would be opposed to the idea of making a sleep podcast for grownups, but that they would be neutral or that their, uh, their neutralness would deflate me. They'd be like, okay, huh? A sleep podcast. And, and so I just didn't tell anybody I was making the podcast. And I said, well, I told my critic, I said, well, what if we make it under another name? You know, then no one will say, what's that podcast you're doing or whatever. And I said, was that make you feel a little bit safer? And the critic said, yeah, I think it will. And so I started using the name. I said, okay, well, let's, what, how about, how do you feel about Dear Scooter? You know, we've used that. And I said, oh, wow, yeah. And I said, okay, let's do this. And it, it has become a huge benefit for a couple of reasons. One is uh, it does help me create a safe place to, for Drew to produce a podcast and for Dear Scooter to be here without Drew's critic, ideally most of the time, you know, not, not totally. And it, because it's a safe place for us, then it can, I can help like, formulate a safe place for you and invite you in, in some sense. I never thought about it that way, but that's kind of what I'm doing in the intro is inviting you in. And so Craig had originally was doing sleep whispers as Harris, but he was also Craig and he actually talked to me about an email. I said, Jesus, just uh, told my listeners about this. Did you? And I said, Oh, yeah, I went through that like around episode 50 or something. And I mean, most of our listeners were like, Oh, yeah, we knew. So, like, uh, obviously, there's no one named Dear Scooter out there. And uh, at first, I was, uh, we were both kind of concerned, like, Oh, is this something? Was this, is this something that's okay using a pseudonym? Now, now I see like, uh, yeah, that's like it can be an advantage with the critic. It can also be an advantage of like, well, Drew has his life and his belief system, but Dear Scooter is here to kind of tell you bedtime stories and keep you company. I mean, I think Dear Scooter has a gut, so it can't be Dear Scooter is not 100% vanilla. Are you talking about me in a third person? I guess I am just because I was talking about your belief system. Okay, well, yeah, it's like, uh, yeah, it's it's it, you and Craig talked about it, and Harris. It's not an easy thing, but I think having me as a uh, as a proxy, you say, okay, well, where's it? Yeah, I guess I thank you for allowing me to have a gut. No problem. I'm glad you do, and that your gut is like, well, this is what's best for the sleep podcast. But sometimes you say, well, what's best for the sleep podcast in the community of human beings involved in the sleep podcast? Is that where your gut kind of decision lies? Yeah, yeah, it's uh, yeah, it's it's not a, it's a it's a dynamic uh, thing. Well, thanks thanks for talking about. It. I got to get back. Sorry, Scooter. Uh, I got to get back to uh, being Scooter and talking about uh, Craig and Harris. Oh, no problem. I think you're doing a great job. Uh, thanks you too. Yeah, so. So, so Craig and I talked about it, and, and it's like, oh, yeah, it's interesting. And he said, oh, yeah, his listeners were totally like, oh, we like uh, they embraced him. And they said, oh, that's great that you're a real human being, and Harris is the voice of your podcast. And they got that. So it's a wonderful thing we could share. And so I guess now uh, let me read a little bit about Sleep Whispers, even though I probably talk about it at the top of the show, too. Um uh, sleepwhispers.com is the website, and you can find it in whatever podcast app you use. Uh, and it says, I created this podcast to help with relaxation and falling asleep because I often have trouble quieting my own mind at night. The squirrels in my brain won't stop running around. It keeps me awake. What works best for me is to listen to something I find interesting enough to keep the squirrels focused, but not too engaging or vocally strong to overexcite the squirrels. Uh, so this podcast is my attempt to create that for you. I hope you like it, Harris. And then he says, uh, P.S., uh, I share in episode number one that Harris is my middle name and my artist name for this podcast. If you want to know about more about my real name and what I do in the real world, uh, feel free to listen to episode 132, uh, Who is Harris? And here's some uh, big achievements they, 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 that they've achieved. Uh, they're in the Apple's Top Health Podcasts. 
Uh, they were in Apple's a new and noteworthy podcast in alternative health, fitness and nutrition, and spirituality. Uh, I mentioned that Ask Me Another podcast, uh, recommended in uh, a bunch of articles, the best seven ASMR podcasts, uh, The Ringer, uh, podcasters who want you to stop listening, uh, Bustle's article, eight podcasts to fall asleep to, uh, Player FM, best whispering podcasts, a Sun article about, you know, is your job tough, uh, uh, Evening Standard, eight podcasts to de-stress and soothe your frazzled mind, uh, Elite Daily News, five podcasts to help you fall asleep, uh, Pop Sugar, six podcasts that'll put you to sleep. So it's just a little of some of the achievements uh, they've done. And it's really, uh, I mean, I don't know, talking to Craig and Harris and realizing uh, that we have a lot of the same our styles and our content is different, but our approach and our dedication to your ears, to keeping you company, is uh, really what's uh, our primary focus. But I did want to also talk about ASMR real quick, uh, because uh, Craig, who uh, is uh, enables is a producer, I guess, uh, is actually the founder of ASMR University. Uh, and uh, he even wrote a book, Brain Tingles, uh, The Secret to Triggering uh, ASMR, auto, Autonomous Sensory Meridian Response uh, for Improved Sleep, uh, Stress Relief, and Head-to-Toe Euphoria. And uh, just, uh, and just a tiny bit about my history with ASMR uh, personally was, uh, you know, I've experienced the, the sensations my whole life uh, at times. But I didn't know what it was. It was just something. And maybe this is going to be something new to you, you know, while, you know, while you're resting or listening. But I had experienced it, but I had never had a word for it. And then I had never even heard of it. And I remember I was on a trip in Florida when someone asked me, oh, is your podcast, uh, are you in the ASMR community? Is this like, does your podcast stem from ASMR? And I said, I don't know what that is. I mean, this was pretty early on. I don't know if it was 2014. I think it's probably, let's see, summer 2014, maybe. I think probably the World Cup. I was in, yeah, I was on a trip to watch the World Cup in 2014. I mean, not there. I was uh, like just with friends in Florida. But um, so, so I said, oh, wow, there's this whole thing called ASMR and this whole community. I didn't even realize I was making a podcast in parallel with this whole giant other community. So what is ASMR? And this is from ASMRUniversity.com, and I think it's written by uh, Craig Richard. Uh, overview, and I'm quoting right from it. Have you ever felt tingles in your head and deeply relaxed while getting a haircut, listening to someone turn magazine pages, or listening to a specific person talk in a gentle manner, or while watching Bob Ross create a painting? If so, you've probably experienced ASMR, auto autonomous a sensory meridian response. Uh, ASMR is becoming increasingly popular around the world and with celebrities. A driving reason seems to be its helpful usefulness in reducing stress and helping in falling asleep. Uh, one common way to experience ASMR is to watch ASMR-inducing videos on YouTube. Uh, these videos are either a direct recording of real-life situations which trigger ASMR or simulations of sounds, behaviors, and moments in real life that trigger ASMR. Uh, ASMR can be best described as a variety of soothing sensations, uh, tingles, relaxation, calmness, and sleepiness uh, due to a variety of gentle stimuli, e.g. Uh, whispering, soft talking, light touches, and methodical sounds. Uh, ASMR can be categorized into physical sensations, tingles, chills, waves in the head, neck, spine, or throughout the rest of the body, or psychological sensations, feelings of euphoria, happiness, comfort, calmness, peacefulness, relaxation, restfulness, and or sleepiness. Uh, ASMR stimuli can be categorized into externally initiated. Uh, that could be in person. Uh, there's four types. Uh, but examples would be getting a haircut or someone whispering to you. A transmitted ASMR uh, it could be uh, recorded or live transmissions like ASMR videos or podcasts. And internally initiated, it could be auto-stimulated, uh, self-initiated, or spontaneous. So focused thinking, meditation, or something you're not sure, unclear stimulus. 
Externally trigger initiated ASMR stimuli triggers could be tactile, uh, visual, eye contact, watching hand movements, auditory, or heard, uh, spoken sounds, oral sounds like mouth sounds, chewing, blowing, object sounds like tapping, scratching, cutting, crinkling, uh, stroking, handling of objects. And common traits of uh, ASMR stimuli triggers, although they're a huge variety, they tend to be repetitive, methodical, gentle, and at a steady pace and at low or steady volume. A common thing is that they possess universal patterns of uh, creating a safe place. I'm, I'm just I'm paraphrasing a little bit here. And this can be their ability, can, uh, the key to their ability to induce relaxation. And you can read more about it. I mean, I'll link to this article. Uh, intentional versus unintentional. The individuals who purposely create these stimuli are called ASMR artists or AMSmartists, uh, content creators. And their productions are called intentional ASMR. Uh, they could be YouTube video artists, composers, poets, dancers, and more. Uh, they could also be unintentional, like Bob Ross, teachers, hairdressers, uh, unboxing videos. Uh, people who intentionally or unintentionally elicit it in ASMR can be, tend to have the following disposition. Kind, caring, empathetic, attentive, focused, trustworthy, dedicated, expert, and a calm vocal tone. Uh, there's also scenarios and role plays are a popular style. Uh, the benefits we can, kind of talked about is uh, relaxation and uh, stress reduction, uh, help falling asleep. Yeah, but there's still a lot to learn about the physiology of ASMR and the true effectiveness. Uh, so this is what Craig Richard is trying to uh, spread spread the word about that and, and deepen our understanding of ASMR. I just want to run through, too, like, uh, here's some of the episodes uh, from Sleep Whispers that you can check out. Uh, uh, they have uh, chats from episodes uh, 16 and 17. Yeah, Who is Harris, which was a special. Uh, another chat episode. Uh, Magic Bonbons. Uh, history in the Drummer. Uh, swinging Bed. So I think those are the most recent ones. Uh, at the time of recording, this ideally you'll be hearing this a bit in the future. Uh, but so, uh, let's see. So as Harris and I tried to decide, okay, so we're going to do this crossover episode. And then I said, well, I'd love to figure out a way to expose my audience uh, to you. Uh, but, you know, there's just no way. Uh, there's just having a guest and sleep with me doesn't work. Uh, at least I haven't found it. Like, so I said, okay, let's figure out a way. And he said, okay, well, what if you come on my show? Or what if we do something together? What would we do? And it, 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 Harris had talked about, oh, well, sometimes I'll read, uh, like maybe I could find a play we could do together. And I said, okay, that sounds good. And he said, okay, I'll find something in the public domain. And uh, we, we found the play. Actually, I'll go get the play because uh, that'll be fun But uh, in a minute. But uh, and so we, uh, or maybe at the end I'll do the play. Yeah. So he, he said, okay. So he sent me this play and I read through it and it was, uh, it was a pretty fun play and it was a two person play and it, it was called a matter of husbands. And it was a uh, two, two, uh, it was, I think it took place in like the twenties or something. And it was, uh, a kind of, uh, two women discussing things, uh, and I said, well, let me do some rewriting. You know, Scoots, I, I said, well, let me kind of rewrite this. Because uh, I said, so I need to goofify for, for you. I said, well, I know my listeners. I got to goofify this. And then I say, started rewriting the play. I said, well, maybe I'll, like, at first I started with the concept of, like, what if Harris and I, to play on the idea that, that, that it was like we're in some sort of competition at first. And, of course, I, like, I cast myself as the, uh, the the the, the 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 not bad boy i say you always get cast and i said uh hey and this was i guess the summary of the play i said hey harris uh where's my listener and then poor harris said well what do you mean what listener and then and then it went from there to where we were then we started talking about our methods and stuff and some silly scoot stuff in there and some silly Harris stuff. And this is because then we were like, well, should we improv something before I rewrote the play? 
And I said, well, let's try this play. I think this will work. And then Harris and I went back and forth. And uh, he said, well, what if we do it once in a, like, a regular voice uh, to have some, like, meta stuff about our different methods? And then maybe some stuff about, like, uh, oh, well, how did you get, like, how did you decide to do a podcast about sleep whispers or sleep with me? Uh, so we would do it in, uh, like, a creaky dulcet tones, regular voice, and uh, uh, whispers. And I was like, okay, that could be fun, like, coaching one another. And so then the night of recording came, which was, uh, for me, last night. And I was a little bit nervous because I didn't know Craig, Craig Harris, and uh, they didn't know me. And then I like uh, was like, okay, are they going to be like, sometimes you schedule stuff with podcasters and, they, and they're like, it uh, doesn't happen too much, but they say, like, it probably happens more with me on my end, where I say, oh boy, sorry about that. I transposed the numbers or whatever. But we had kind of confirmed a time at night and, and uh, we're in different time zones. And so then we got on Skype, which is how, like, we were recording both our own ends. Uh, that's called a double ender. But we were talking on Skype, and we did a video first to kind of see one another, but that was like, hogging the bandwidth a bit. It was kind of like a, like a, like a, it only, like it was like kind of like a, not like a, what's a business equivalent or the work equivalent of a first date? Like a non-romantic uh, thing where it says, oh, you two are going to work together. Yeah, it felt like that. So we were kind of developing some rapport, I guess is what you technically call it, but saying, hey, great to meet you. And, you know, saying, oh, well, this is a safe place. So very quickly, I think, because it's both of our, uh, what we do, I said, okay, you're safe here, Drew. You're safe here, Craig. What about Harris? You coming? Okay, great. Uh, Scoots, are you in? Like, what should we call one another? And this was actually when I said, oh, boy, this is going to go really good. Because at some point we started recording, and uh, I guess what started with where we started it is, uh, it, like I said, let's start recording. Because Craig was saying, "Well, geez, uh, like, tell me about these creaky dulcet tones, and how do how do I do it?" Because I was practicing, and you're gonna hear all this on the Sleep Whispers podcast. Obviously, this is a little bit of a te- you know tease to check out. But uh, and I said, "Okay, correct, Craig." Uh, uh, and then we were talked about, well, do you prefer Craig or Harris right now? And then I could feel on the other end of the Skype, I could feel Craig and Harris getting in, getting there into that uh, uh, sleep podcaster space. And the video was off. I don't know if Craig's eyes were closed. We said, like, my, I think mine go closed and open. But he said, do you know what I'm feeling? I, I, like, I'm Craig right now. And so then we did some coaching about how to do the creaky dulcet tones. And I said, and this is where it got really good. Like I said, well, it's just, it's just about, it's not a, it's not a body thing. It's a mind body thing. And that the creaky dulcet tones are more born out of the intention and the safe place than anything you're physically doing. Like the, the creaky dulcet tones are actually just a vibration I mean, they're my specific vibration, but, you know, they can be imitated of the intention uh, to be there at someone's bedside and say, hey, can see you can't. And so we talked about that and you can hear more of the specifics. And Craig did a good job of uh, and then, of course, I was trying to make Craig laugh, you know, full disclosure. It just like when I went on in 9 MPI, I said, well, as long as I can make Roman laugh and, and be of service, of course, I said, OK, but, but so. I said, uh, so it was, it was just fun. You got to listen. And Craig did a great job with the creaky dulcet tones. And then the tables were turned. I said, well, just how do you whisper? And I, I didn't didn't have any, I don't have a background in this. And, and, and I knew it was something very special to Craig and Harris and something that put a lot of time and work into. And something I was excited to learn more about. So I said, so we started to walk through. Uh, how to whisper, and obviously I'm not going to do it on this show because uh, it would be disruptive. But uh, uh, Craig was kind of telling me, "Well, it's it's uh, you know you're not." At first, it, was, it wasn't easy, like because I said, "Well, you you kind of uh, is speaking without uh, moving, and you're speaking like you're trying to move the air without pushing the air." 
and I had a bit of whisper performance anxiety. And I said, okay, well, because I said, well, this is Craig's thing. I don't want to mess it up, and I don't want to um, it take away from it. What is that? Like, I, I do feel like there's some sanctity in both of what we do. And I said, well, I don't want to tread on this. I'm not here to do any irony or satire or parody. I'm here to re- be respectful of your place. And I felt like he was the same way with the creaky dulcet tones. And so then he kind of talked me through it. And one thing was like the microphone addressing was much different. So once he kind of walked me through uh, how to address the microphone in a, in a whispering way, I said, oh, okay, this is a little bit different than how I address, like, uh, how I work with the mic with creaky dulcet tones. And of course, I was still trying to make him laugh, uh, like, for a while. Then I started, like, I think that may have been. It's just a need I have, I guess. Uh, it's just another rapport-building thing, subconsciously, I guess. And uh, so then we started uh, to uh, to go. We like so it was like uh, I don't know. We were so quickly into our both of our safe places uh, that I just started talking and whispering to Craig about uh, whispering at first, and uh, trying to get at the ideas of the whispering. And the backstory, and then actually, I don't know where the first turn occurred. Like even though it was last night, uh, but for me, like I was able to go, I was able to listen to Craig and go into the story swamp. Uh, and I ended up in the kitchen, and I was listening to what Craig was saying, and something like about his voice, his whispering. I was telling him this drew me into the the, the story swamp. Uh, but kind of like being called into a CAVE in some sense to say, hey, come on in here, follow my whispers. And so I followed him, and then we were ended up making, it was kind of like a breakfast-making situation at first. And I said, okay, this is interesting. And we were kind of talking about that. It also, like, uh, I decided, uh, oh, now I already forgot, like, that Craig should name one of his... Uh, what is it like? I forget the whisper catcher or something. One of his microphones. I said, well, you know, you're like kind of like a knight of the night. Uh, you should name your microphones. Uh, so there we were. We were making breakfast, and then I said, well, I want to get deeper into this uh, uh, because I know with what it's like with Scooter and Drew. So I want to know more about this Harrison Craig thing. And it was interesting, like, uh, I was still trying not to have too much performance anxiety around my whispering. And so, and as you'll probably hear, it's like, uh, they said, okay, well, uh, tell me more about Craig and Harris and what the relationship is. And I think this was in the Creaky Delsa tones, how I was saying, well, maybe... Because uh, Craig was saying uh, sometimes he'll re-listen to episodes and even fall asleep uh, uh, to Harris's whispering, and I said, "Well, Harris sh- should put messages in there for Craig." I mean, and, and this show it's a little bit different because I have conversations with myself all the time. It sounds like Craig's a little more uh, like on the level, like, like uh, he's better bound internal boundaries or something. So I said, "Well, that'd be cool if you're in bed later." And Harris says, "Craig, you're doing a great job. Let me tuck you in." So hopefully he does that for himself. I said, I really recommend that and say, you know, good night, Craig. Uh, good, good job being human today. That is something I trying to, started trying to do on the uh, uh, thank yous and good nights on this show. And I guess it's something different about this show. It's like I can break, I can say, hey, Scoots, uh, how's Drew doing? Oh, not bad. Okay. Okay. Or, uh, you know, I don't auditorily check in with my critic or whatever. Yeah, I usually pause it or edit that part up, but sometimes I'll have to do that, you know, so it's like a little bit different. So we were talking about that, and then if, I still had the need uh, to kind of, so I said, well, I don't know, everything kind of reminds me of uh, movies I watched, of course. So uh, then I thought about this dynamic of Craig and Harris. I think this probably was, this has probably happened to me too. But I said, what would happen if uh, Harris went on strike? It, like, I think, uh, I think it's from uh, when a, there was a movie, a TV movie where a mom went on strike because uh, her family was like, uh, you know, ungrateful. Of and it was called Moms on Strike, and that's what I was picturing in my head uh, was uh, 
was Craig and Harris, and then Craig's relying on Harris for all this stuff. Uh, and then Harris goes on strike. You know, it's kind of picturing Harris out on Craig's lawn in a tent saying, nope, no more whispering you to sleep, Craig. Good luck with that. And then we kind of tease that out. And then Craig was kind of the one coming up with the ideas of the movie. It was like, uh, oh, yeah, what if this is sort of like uh, Freaky Friday a little bit? Or that Kirk Cameron movie with Dudley Moore. I always talk about his name. I don't remember. Double Buddy or something. Maybe that's what this one would be called. And it was actually funny because he was like, well, what if, yeah, what if uh, Harris goes to my job and is whispering? Because much like my life, uh, Scoots and Drew are separate. And Craig's life, Harris, in, uh, in professional life, my professional life, I kept the podcast pretty separate until the end. When people were like, what are you leaving this job for? It's got a pension and health. And I said, well, uh, to do a sleep podcast. Uh, uh, but so we did think it was funny if uh, all of a sudden Craig's going to work and Harris is there whispering. And then, of course, I said, well, it's, we got to up the stakes. Uh, and one of the ways we did it was like, okay, what if uh, it was um, uh, Dwayne The Rock Johnson playing you? And I said, like, immediately, I was like, okay, that's, I was like, oh, we don't have a plot yet. Yeah, but I don't think you can go wrong with that. And they were kind of playing around with that idea and thinking about it. And I think we started to think more. And I, and then, uh, but I was still too, it was like I was in my kitchen pitching that idea to Craig and Craig was making breakfast. And then again, we started to talk about, uh, helping people fall asleep and uh, Dwayne The Rock Johnson, and we are chatting. And then Craig started, at some point, Anakin Skywalker came up because he said, well, uh, I, I don't know, like out of nowhere, we were talking to young Anakin Skywalker from movie one, at least in my brain. And I said, okay, here's someone that could use some comfort in the deep dark night, right? And we we played around with that for a long time of like, uh, geez, what would we whisper? What would, how would we whisper Anakin to sleep? What would we say? Uh, are we time travelers? I think I tried to tell uh, Craig about Doctor Who. And I said, okay, if we jump in the next, you know, part of me was like, uh, you know, is this just to help Anakin uh, go through, like, is it to change history or not? It was pointed out that it was like, okay, this is all fiction, so we don't have to worry about it too much. But I was like, okay, well, we don't know what the butterfly effect could be, especially for my entertainment purposes, if we, you know, altered Anakin's past. I didn't get to call Annie him Annie at all. Uh, but so we were going back and forth of uh, of that kind of stuff. And it was like, well, what would we whisper or, or to, you know, bedtime story Anakin about? And then Craig said, well, what about uh, introducing Anakin to the Care Bears? And they got even deeper because Craig was able to go to uh, specific Care Bears in a very brain bot or in, uh, as he talks about, like squirrel way of like, well, this is what this Care Bear does. And this is what this this is the feeling, and, and to help Anakin with Anakin's feelings. And I was just sitting there blown away. I said, oh, "Holy cow! This is actually correct. This might actually work. This could uh, it could we could unvader or undarth Vader or unvader Darth, uh, and he would have a whole toolbox uh, to go to, and maybe he could even be a Care Bear. I think I thought maybe maybe he'd be better off as a Care Bear." And then we thought, Craig was like, well, what about the Ewoks? I said, well, that could be a benefit, too. And we ended up putting Anakin to sleep. It was a very uh, nice moment. And uh, I really applaud Craig for going into Story Swamp with me. Uh, but I thought it would be fun to, uh, now, like, uh, after we got Anakin to sleep, to run through this play. Because after we got done, we were like, oh, wow, that, was a, that worked. That was an episode. We didn't even have to do the play because we had to play kind of in a sense is our safe place, our security blanket in a few hours, in a few hours that elapsed. Uh, so, but here's the play in, uh, uh let's see. It's, it was originally called, uh, we retitled it a matter of sleep. It was based on a matter of husbands, a one act play, uh, by, 
Ferenac uh, Molnar, F-E-R-E-N-C-M-O-L-N-A-R, uh, 1923, from 10-Minute Plays, uh, tra- translated by uh, Benjamin Glazer, and uh, takes place uh, in a drawing room. A screen, a sofa, and a chair will do, provided the design colorings are exotic and suggestive of the apartment of a famous Hungarian actress in which the dialogue takes place. Uh, characters are Harrison Drew. The time is late afternoon. Uh, when the curtain opens, Drew is discovered poised on the edge of a gilt chair. It is plain he has been, she has been sitting there for a long time. Uh, for perhaps the 50th time, she's studying the furnishings of the room. And regarding the curtain door with a glance that would be impatient if it weren't so palpably uh, thinking. And now as she licks her lips, as she licks her lips as her mouth was dry, she's dressed in a very modest frock and wears uh, hats and furs. At last, Harris enters through the curtain door at the right. Uh, and I don't like, uh, let's see, I guess I'll do Drew like, uh, uh, let's see, Harris says, uh, you wished to see me? Yes. Uh, what can I do for you? Please return my listener. Return your listener? Yes. Uh, you're wondering who my li- missing listener is? Someone out there in the deep dark night, mind racing. Oh, I have met your listener. Yes, I whisper them to sleep every sleepless night. I know you have. I implore you. I beg you. I beseech you for all that is decent and holy. Pretty please with sugar on top. Wait. You whisper them to sleep? You mustn't mistake in my silence for embarrassment. I'm at a loss. Uh, I don't quite see how I can give you back your listener when I haven't got the person to give. Also, I was trying to figure out how to explain the whispering part. You just admitted you know the person. I used to meander them to sleep, and now you you whisper to them right in their ears? Uh, that scarcely implies I have taken the person from you. Of course I know them. Sleepless, tossing, turning, mind racing. Yes, a trouble getting to sleep, trouble falling asleep, something, something. Uh, I don't remember something, something. Uh, sorry, something, something is part of my method. I get mixed up and forget words, and uh, they get jumbled, and, uh, and that helps them fall asleep. Wherever did you get the idea I'd taken your listener from you? Uh, overthinking. I, I overthink everything. I know you didn't take my listener from me, uh, like Bo Peep and her sheep. Bo Peep. Uh, calling for a sheep or her sheep in a whisper. If uh, sheep is sleep, doesn't matter. Who puts them to sleep? It does not. So there's Bo Peep. I mean, is that her first name? Like, is her first name Bo and her last name's Peep? I mean, in the movie, she lived with Mother Goose. Uh, it was an old Mother Hubbard. Uh, uh, who who else lives? She would. She did. She live in the shoe. Her peeps. Our peeps and our sheep to sleep. Uh, so there's like a papa peep, uh, papas shouldn't peep. Uh, it peeps like a baby peep. Uh, wait, was Goldie? Goldilocks was one of uh, little Bo Peep's peeps. Papa doesn't peep. Yes. Yeah, so, so in the movie, Bo Peep she loses her sheep, sheep, and then Tom Tom. Movie? What movie? Yeah, Babies in Toyland, March of the Wooden Soldiers uh, with Laurel and Hardy. I thought we were talking about a podcast. Listen, can we just, okay, here, take take this paper, and uh, you're going to be Tom Tom. I'll be Bo Peep. Uh, this helps people fall asleep. Uh, go, go, ahead, go ahead, Tom Tom. Uh, what's the matter, little Bo Peep? Uh, I must have been careless and lost my sheep. Uh, say, have you seen them, Jack and Jill, during your journey up in the hill? They're not in the hilltop, but perhaps in the wood. They may have met Little Red Riding Hood. Don't cry, Bo Peep, don't cry. To find your sheep will try. We'll seek them far, we'll seek them wide. We'll seek them low and high. Oh, Sally Waters and Miss Muffet, too. Have my stray lambkins been seen by you? 
Better ask your curly locks fresh from the fair. Uh, she or Bo- Boy Blue may have seen them there. Where they are hiding, Tom Tucker may know. Simon or Peter or Bobby Chaffeau. Never mind, Bo Peep. We will find your sheep no matter where they be. Give a smile, Bo Peep. For a while, your sheep may cruise in pastures new. Never mind, Bo Peep. We will find your sheep and bring them back to you. Oh, that, was really, that was really good. But then everybody starts singing, and they're all gathered around. But we can't sing. But then, the, the, okay, this is so. This is how you put people to sleep, uh huh? It's starting to make sense. Oh, that's how we're gonna put them to sleep. Uh, listen, I have a question. What made you decide to make your podcast? Uh, I've always had trouble falling asleep and listening to podcasts while in bed. It distracts the squirrels running around in my brain. Uh, so I decided to make my own podcast to help others. What, what about the whispering? What drew you to that? Uh, hearing something whisper is like a tranquilizer uh, for my squirrels. My brain gets fuzzy and then sleepy. I guess I wondered if other people with brain squirrels might be uh, put to rest by my whispering. Oh, yeah, it's like uh, squirrels. I call them like brain bots, like BB-8. Do you know BB-88? It's like a relative of BB-8. Uh, what about you? So you tell bedtime stories. Yeah, but yeah, instead of whispers, I have creaky dulcet tones. They're not quite as and pointless meanders. Uh, why pointless meanders? Well, part of it is just the way my brain works, and the other part is uh, they're hard but not impossible to follow. Uh, do you still have trouble sleeping? Oh, oh boy. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, not all the time, but <laughs> what about you? Uh, yeah, I still listen to a podcast every night while I fall asleep. What podcast made you want to start a podcast, a sleep podcast? Well, it was this podcast called ASMR Sleep Station. It was hosted by a really nice guy who whispered about anything and everything. And he stopped this podcast. I mean, we still keep in touch. It was really a big inspiration for me. Is there a podcast that inspired you or several podcasts? Uh, yeah, I mean, for me, it was just a whole idea when I started listening to podcasts that you could make a podcast about anything and uh, that it could be way more intimate and close uh, and experimental. Uh, um, I mean, there's lots of podcasts that inspire me now. Well, uh, what about the listener? Let's get back to the listener. Oh, wait, which listener? The one that Little Bo Peep was looking for? Or which, was that sheep or sleep? I mean, kind of. The, the listener you were asking me to return, I don't have that person. I mean, they're not with you. Did you ask Mother Goose? Uh, no, no, no. Miss, Mother Goose won't get back to me. I'm on her a naughty list. Uh, she won't even get back to me in snail mail. And, and it's all, her mail's all snaily. Jesus, she keeps in touch with me. Oh, really? Yeah, what do you, you like, uh... Wait, you said it like you knew I was in touch with Mother Goose. You use, uh, what do you, like, uh, you keep up to date on my comings and goings? Uh, uh, do you, do you, do you, do you use some sort of, uh, monocle for that or what? Yeah, uh, well, I, I mean, I don't know. I, I, uh, there's some reason the name Tristy's coming up for my brain. Do you, anything familiar for you with that? Tristy? Who's, who's Tristy? Uh, I guess we could use it as the listener, uh, the listener we're, we're sharing or, or that's going from, you know, that we're, we're helping, uh, more lovely than bows that bend more lovely that bows than sparkle. Uh, maybe there's a, a, a visit, Tristy's visiting both of us, uh, on and on and on. Uh, you, you, yeah, I mean, like, uh. The birds may not fly uh, straight and uh, eyes may not see clearly. And sometimes it rains. Uh, I, I mean, I'm in touch with someone named Fristy, but not Tristy. Uh, Fristy's a sheep that I put to sleep. Uh, it lives in the meadow behind my, uh, uh, where I lodge, uh, the sunny back part of the paddock. Uh, I keep in touch with them. And uh, also Mother Goose and Old Mother Hubbard. Uh, Tristy and Frisley. Frisley or Fristy? 
I mean, those kind of, those are close uh, and easy for me to mix up. I mean, maybe we could agree that there's a flock wandering these hills, uh, Tristy and Fristy and Frisly, and uh, yeah, of lost sheep that just want to rest until Bo Peep finds them. And wh- wherever we encounter them, we'll do our best to put them to sleep in our own unique ways. I think that's good, yeah. Like, I can whisper to them, and you can do your meandering talking to them. I'm glad we got this cleared up. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's my mistake. Like I said, I overthink a lot of things. Uh, it's great meeting you. Tell If you see Mother Goose or Mother Hubbard, just say, you know, just tell my, you know, just return my messages. be great. Okay, talk to you later. Uh, great, uh, great. Uh, uh, hey, Tristy, for a you, one of you can go sleep, have Drew put you to sleep and then come back. I'll put you to sleep after. Uh, I got to go over and put Mother Hubbard in. And the mother goose to sleep, and then I mean, we get, you know, go go ahead and nuzzle Drew. He probably needs it. Uh, sheep sound, sheep sound. Uh, yeah, so that's the end. Of, that was a play, uh, a version of playing my creaky dulcets. Uh, but really, listen to the episode uh, over at Sleep Whispers. It'll be really enjoyable. And uh, thanks and good night. I want to thank everybody who reviewed the show over on uh, Apple Podcasts. Uh, Jocelyn. Says brilliant. It can't get over how well it works. I love the episodes where he reads the names of apples and the one where he discusses the salad. I read an article and uh, it's fascinating because I didn't realize how much work goes into each episode. Uh, possibly my favorite thing is that there's no pressure to fall asleep. Just keeping you company while you decide if you can sleep. There's something perfect about that. Recommend it to everyone. Uh, then ScrabbleFan33. Uh, 33 out of all the Scrabble fans in the world, number 33 is hooked. Uh, heard about this podcast on another podcast, decided to give it a try. Sorry for me to f- sleep every night. Can't stop thinking about the stuff, rehearsing conversations. Uh, some seem to think it takes two to three episodes to get the way these shows work, but I knew right off the bat what a gem this podcast was. Oh, it's very nice. Uh, before I found Sleep With Me, I tried to find shows with the same thing Scooter provides. Somewhat interesting, uh, Lengthy broadcast and a voice that isn't annoying. Uh, something just interesting enough to keep me, keep me out of my own thoughts, but not interesting that I can't stop paying attention. Uh, some also say I skip the intro, but I like to listen to the whole show, including the intro and the business items. I like hearing the same words used each time to describe what to expect. It's soothing to have the consistency. And a good night, I'm asleep before the main story starts. Other nights, I'll listen to a few episodes back to back. Sometimes I wake up at 3 a.m. and listen to another episode. Uh, one last thing, a tip if you really need to keep out sounds around you, overlay a nature app with the podcast. I play sounds of rain and sleep with me at the same time. It's a great pro tip from Scrabble Fan. I, I've layered my sounds before like that too. Uh, how about Delsan19 says, thank you, Scoots. Love your imagination. Thanks for putting me to sleep. Uh, woke up this morning, you were rambling about Bette Midler. Uh, keep up the great work. Uh, oh, 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 Nahar from Australia says another great uh, goes to go, another great to go to sleep to. Uh, they like the show. Uh, Music Girl 743 says, Get me through tummy ache. Uh, thank you. Uh, Kate Stud says, Uh, doubtful, I was doubtful first too. I found this uh, through the 99PI, and if I was doubtful at first, uh, about it working, but I followed his instructions, gave it a few tries, about three, and boy, did it pay off. Scoots is now my bedtime buddy, singing me to sleep, and I wouldn't have it any other way. Thanks, Scoots. Thanks, Kate. Uh, how about this one's from uh, Stat Goods? Uh, works like a charm. Been listening for a few years, to podcasts for a couple of years, uh, but many are too interesting or have ups and downs. They wake me up. I can't stop thinking about stuff, and I need some distraction distracting this works so learned about sleep with me from 99 pi if you're just trying out be sure to listen to a couple of episodes uh both the intro and the main part because they fall into a few categories i like the made-up stories but the other stuff works to put me to sleep too it reminds me of friend's bedtime story technique for a son where he starts reading a book and then drifts off into nonsense at a certain point there's a large body of existing episodes so you won't run out it's the first podcast I've supported through Patreon because it's very valuable. Wow, thank you. Uh, so thank you, everybody, uh, for reviewing the show over on Apple Podcasts. If you wanted to do so, just do it in your uh, 
app on your iPhone or over on iTunes on the desktop. Uh, Sleep With Me is a proud member of Night Vale Presents. You can find all the other great shows over at nightvalepresents.com. We're also a proud member of PRX. You can find everything they're doing at prx.org. And Sleep With Me is uh, mainly supported by uh, listeners support who support the show through Patreon over at sleepwithmepodcast.com slash patron, where they support our sponsors and spread the word uh, at sleepwithmepodcast.com slash sponsors. So every, thanks, everybody. Doing a little extra. I'm here to do a little extra, too. Let me give you a little extra tuck in there. Would you like me to keep your feet? Would you want me to tuck the blankets under your feet or give your feet some air? Okay. Oh, and, uh, good night. Uh, sleep so well. Thanks, and it's good seeing you. Nighty night. Also, if you need it, you could get another episode ready. Uh, maybe it's already ready in your playlist. Snoozy Seuss, snooze a snoozer. Shoes a loser. <laughs> Uh, snooze a snoozer. That's my new, uh, uh, that won't be my, uh, that'll be a one-time sign off. Uh, good night.